Hi, and welcome to a new episode of Pasha. My name is Nundobe Gomjali. Thank you for joining us. In today's episode, we look at how women in the Global South are very clearly underrepresented among top publishing ecologists. Joining us for this episode is BMS at the Department of Botany and Biodiversity Research at the University of Vienna in Austria. Her research found that women in the Global South were in the shadows in ecology research. She starts by explaining what ecology is. Ecology is the branch of biology that deals with the relations of organisms to one another and their physical surroundings. So we're basically looking or trying to understand systems. There are different types of ecology, like landscape ecology, behavioral ecology, uh, agroecology, and many more, bird ecology, um, depending on the particular system you want to look at. If you want to look at agricultural systems, birds, behavior, landscape effects, and so this field is quite broad. Can you take us through how you found out that women in the Global South were not represented enough? So we are aware of, as biologists in particular, of different types of bias uh, in biology, like sampling bias, um, when we're not able to sample all the species um, in an ecosystem, or publication bias, where we know that uh, scientists tend to publish uh, significant findings and effects more than non-significant findings. But we are also aware of different types of bias in the scientific community. Um, it's quite obvious. We see that uh, um, compared to their representation as students or early career scientists, women are still underrepresented in uh, ecological leadership. And so we were interested um, how these uh, different effects of uh, gender bias and geographic bias affect the top authorship in ecology. So top publishing authors um, are defined as the authors that publish most uh, papers in their field and um, how this translates uh, to potential implications for their ecological leadership. So Bia and her team looked at 13 leading journals in ecology, conservation science and evolution biology. They looked at the number of top publishing authors in their identities for the last 75 years. There we found in these 13 different journals, 1,051 uh, individual top publishing authors. So we only took into account the individual top authors and we didn't uh, count um, yeah, multiple publications of the same individual several times to focus on the individual authors. And what we find in this total list of top publishing authors in ecology in 75 years is that only 11% are women, and these uh, top publishing authors um, are dominated by Western, richer countries. So um, only five countries of the world make up 75%, so two quarters, of the top publishing authors. Um, only 10 of those countries make up 87%, so almost nine out of 10 um, top publishing authors are from only 10 countries in the world. We found only 42 countries represented, which means in the other way that more than 150 countries are not presented by a single name in this list at all. We did expect, of course, some underrepresentation of women and geographic bias because it's obvious, but it was important in our opinion to get the numbers out 
the concrete numbers. And we were surprised, uh, not to say even shocked a bit, by this huge underrepresentation of women in many, many countries in the world. Also populous countries that have a lot of excellent scientists and they're not represented in this list. It's safe to say that Africa is rich in biodiversity. Why is it important that women and voices from the Global South are heard in ecology? We are lacking a lot of scientists and top publishing authors and therefore also potential leaders in the most biodiversity-rich countries in the world. And we simply cannot neglect their perspectives and their experience in addressing the global biodiversity and environmental crisis, the climate crisis. So in biology and in conservation, we are facing truly international challenges and we need uh, international perspectives and more diversity, equity and inclusion in order to effectively address them. So this is really important um, when we think of implementation of conservation science into practice, the practical management and yeah, simply these perspectives. In the moment, it's very unbalanced. So, of course, we also need, in a way, Western perspectives, but not in such an overrepresented way. So we need a much more balanced perspective from, for example, biodiversity-rich regions uh, in, in Africa and, and in, in Asia. And we see that many of countries of, of Africa are not represented in this list at all. So actually, I looked it up. Only Kenya and South Africa were in the list of the 42 countries that we found. What steps can be taken to change this underrepresentation? Actually, there are many obvious steps that could be um, implemented and should be implemented immediately into scientific best practice. We defined 10 transformative actions that scientific institutions and societies can immediately take to improve their guidelines for good scientific practice and the um, existing possibilities for enhancing diversity, equity and inclusion. And most important would be, so we define these actions at author, leadership and society level. Also to clarify that at every level in the scientific community, you can take actions immediately. One of the most important actions is uh, definitely to self-assess. To self-assess yourself as an individual, um, as a scientific leader or as a society, how balanced and how diverse your community is. What should one do if they find that their research is not inclusive and women or the Global South are missing? If you discover an unbalanced, an unbalanced uh, contribution regarding to global perspectives on biodiversity, this indicates urgent need to act by, for example, actively, proactively inviting um, people from other regions in the world, women, people with different perspectives on the field that can, that, that will provide um, key insights and key perspectives to your scientific society. So this is important for all the levels. Of course, we can recommend um, editors and authors from underrepresented countries and Another um, action that I find very important is to inc increase the transparency of decision-making in science, to increase the transparency of how diverse these uh, different communities are. We, we claim that we can implement these matters immediately because uh, scientific best practices are in place in almost all institutes globally 
and increasing the diversity of authorships, leaderships and scientific societies is a quite straightforward solution that we recommend. In addition to support, of course, parental leave support and to implement new measures. In summary, the most important actions would be to self-assess different units in the scientific community. So the individual unit, the leadership, the institutional unit, the society unit, to, to act against biases and underrepresentation, and then to evaluate the measures and to regularly readapt the measures that have been implemented. What role can sciences play? With uh, respect to underrepresentation in scientific communities, I did research in tropical areas for a long time, and I find it particularly interest, uh, particularly important that uh, scientists from Western and rich countries that do science in uh, tropical countries and outside their home countries in different geographic areas that they actively promote diversity and capacity building in the areas they are doing their research so that they actively um, collaborate with local scientists and local experts, um, invite them as co-authors and in general that our scientific community is building a more international uh, collaboration, a more international uh, and diverse network of other scientists. It is crucial to have diverse perspective because these different voices can help in the fights against global climate change and biodiversity. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Pasha produced by Ozead Patel. From me, Nandobegom Jali, it's bye for now.